Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill. I'm a men's dating and relationship coach. And today we're going to be talking about what is gaslighting? So I'm going to, I'm going to share with you where the term actually came from, uh, what it means and how you can tell if it is happening to you. And of course, what you should do about it, if that is in fact the case. So it's a pretty important podcast today because I mean, this term is definitely floating around the internet where, you know, we call, everybody calls their ex-partner a gaslighter and a narcissist, which isn't always necessarily true or accurate. And so it's important to really understand what gaslighting is so that if it is actually, in fact, happening to you, uh, you are aware of it. And you're also aware of whether or not you might sometimes inadvertently gaslight a friend or a partner or someone in conflict yourself. So let's really understand what it means and also what we can do if something like this is happening. Now, before we dive into today's episode all about gaslighting, uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. Stoked to have you here. We talk about all things life, dating, and relationships. And if you're coming on back to listen to this episode, thank you very much for your support. Genuinely appreciate you guys being here. I create these shows for you. Uh, It keeps me motivated uh, when you guys leave great ratings and reviews and share feedback with me through my social media about episodes that have impacted you and made a difference. Uh, And it brings me a lot of joy. So yeah, please, obviously, if you're enjoying this uh, show, if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving me a rating and review wherever you listen. Uh, Of course, I'm publishing these on main platforms like iTunes and Spotify iTunes and Spotify. But of course, if you're listening somewhere else, that's awesome too. Okay. Now, before we dive in, just want to say the uh, April calendar for uh, my private coaching has opened up. There's uh, already a couple new clients that have joined on with me that I'm going to be working with over the next couple of months. If you have been kind of umming and eyeing, right? You've been listening to my show, you've been following my social media and you're thinking, oh, I kind of you know, thinking about maybe working with a coach or I'm thinking about maybe getting back into dating, but I'm not, you know, not hundred percent sure. Well, I'm here to tell you there's never a perfect time to start. And I'm absolutely here to support and guide your journey so that when you do step out there into the dating world, you're doing it with confidence and clarity. You're going to do it (laughs) with your time being spent in the right places and a healthy perspective to guide you along the way so that you, you know, you run the best chance of getting into a really healthy, loving relationship. I'm also here to support you and teach you skills and tools and things that are really important to know as you navigate relationships. And of course, if your goal is to be in a healthy, loving relationship, then there's things that sometimes we need a little reinforcing or need to, you know, up our skills on when it comes to communication, active listening, validation techniques, ways of thinking about our relationships. And sometimes we just need our mindset or perspectives or our beliefs challenge so that we can overcome certain patterns we have and get into a really you know loving relationship got a client right now who's 
uh, been working with me for some weeks and uh, starting a brand new relationship. It's really exciting, really excited for him. You know, you know, everything is kind of new and fuzzy and uh, you get those kind of love feelings when you first, uh, you know, you first kind of start something with somebody. And I'm really happy for him because, you know, it's been years of not a lot of success. And so these are kind of the small kind of changes and results that happen sometimes really quickly when I start working with a new client. Of course, for others, it's more of a gradual slow burn um, where they start to get clarity on what they're looking for and their lives start to change and their results start to change. And, um, and of course, I've got, you know, clients that yeah, I hear from, you know, even sometimes weeks or months after we finish working together that are, you know, getting into new relationships and they're really happy about it. And so I see that for you, too. So if you're on the fence, you're umming and aahing, you're thinking, I don't know when the right time is to start. Absolutely now is the right time to start, at least to jump on that uh, discovery free dating strategy call with me. So you can get a sense of, you know, what really is coaching going to do for you? What are some of the amazing benefits of working with uh, someone who becomes your personal mentor in this space? And I like to have a lot of fun along the way. So it's going to be a good time. So don't be shy. Uh, jump on that uh, free dating strategy call with me. You can find the link to book that in the podcast show notes. And of course, you can have a, head over to my website, KimberlyNinaHill.com. Um, really excited too, because I'm going to be rebranding my website shortly, hopefully in the next few weeks. It's a big kind of task to move everything over, but uh, stoked to have a new uh, website up and running for you guys to kind of browse and learn a little more uh, and of course find shows and, and blogs and whatnot there okay so gaslighting what the heck is gaslighting well first i want to well actually let me tell you what gaslighting is and then i'm going to tell you where the term originated from so gaslighting is a form of, of psychological manipulation Ugh, not so nice and it's when a person or even a group of people will start kind of planting the seeds of doubt into an individual. Okay, so let's use the example of, uh, you know, a couple that are having an awful argument, right? So let's say, let's say it's the woman, I don't know, right? The woman is the one doing the gaslighting, right? So she's sowing seeds of doubt into her partner and she's making her partner start to question his own memory, his own perception, or his own sanity about a particular event or about something that is happening. And usually this is achieved through a series of lies or a series of denials or a series of misinformation that are really intended to make the other person, in this case the victim, right, question their own reality or to start feeling like they are completely losing grip on reality. And let's be honest, gaslighting is a, you know, it can be a subtle form subtle in the sense that it's not always noticed right away of emotional abuse and it can have serious negative impacts on somebody's mental health at the their well-being and of course the health of your relationship right if somebody is gaslighting you in your relationship this is not a healthy relationship dynamic whatsoever so the term gaslighting has been expanded these days to describe any situation where someone is manipulating another person into doubting their own perceptions or experience. So, you know, it was much, <laughs> you know, everybody is now, you know, experiencing their own, you know, minor form of gaslighting in arguments and whatnot. So if you're in an argument with your partner and they're like, well, I didn't say that. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. I don't remember doing that. I never did that. And the other person's going, what, what? 
now I'm starting to question my own memory, my own sanity, my own recollection of events. And that person can really start to feel out of control or even out of touch with reality or even become a little disassociated. So this happens a lot in arguments between two people. And of course, you know, gaslighting can happen in, uh, in uh, targeted groups as well. So this is what gaslighting is, okay? Now, the term gaslighting originated from a play in, the, in 1938 that was called Gaslight uh, by Patrick Hamilton. And I've never seen this film, don't know if you guys have. Um, so it was a play that he wrote and it was later adapted into a film, sorry, in 1944. Um, I'm gonna check it out because it <laughs> sounds like a crazy ass uh, movie, to be honest. And the story revolves around a husband who manipulates his wife into believing that she is going insane by dimming the gas lights in their home and then denying that the light levels have changed. Okay, so it's a husband who manipulates his wife into believing that she's going insane because he has dimmed the gas lights in their home and then he's denied that he's done that. He's denying that the light levels have changed from his perspective, right? So this type of psychological manipulation then became known as gas lighting and has since been used to describe a situation in which someone is manipulating another person into doubting their own perceptions or sanity. It's awful, right? And so what I want to share with you is some subtle ideas or ways that you can look out for or things you can look out for to kind of identify if this might be happening to you in a relationship or if you know someone that might be experiencing this, send the show over to them so that they can get some clarity and understand, uh, understand what's really maybe even happening to them. So again, it's a subtle form of emotional abuse and it can be difficult to recognize at first but there are some signs that you uh, might be experiencing this in your relationship, maybe even in a different context, right? Maybe even in your workplace, maybe even a community that you're in. Uh, so, you know, don't just, you know, look for signs of gaslighting in your intimate relationships because of course it can be prevalent anywhere, right? So a few things for, for you to look out for. The first is if you're feeling like you are starting to constantly question your own memory or sanity, right? If you're feeling like you're constantly questioning your own memory or sanity, this could be a sign, right? If you find yourself apologizing frequently, even when you haven't done anything wrong. So think of a situation in your relationship, right? You're constantly apologizing to your partner. You haven't actually done anything wrong but yet you're apologizing all the time, right? Or perhaps in the context of an intimate relationship, you kind of have this feeling like you're always walking on eggshells around the other person. Like you better be careful what you say or don't say because you never know if they're gonna get set off. So you just feel the sense of, I would call this like a sense of underlying anxiety in the relationship. Another sign to look out for is that you're often being told that your feelings or your perceptions are wrong or invalid. That's not right. I don't know why you feel that way. You shouldn't feel that way. That's totally the wrong way of looking at things. I, I completely disagree. You never know what this person might say or do, but you're often being told that your feelings are wrong or invalid, right? 
And then here's, here's the one that I think is like where you start to catch on to this. It's when the individual starts to deny things that you know to be true or starts to accuse you or call you names like crazy or paranoid. Like firstly, this is so harmful and so damaging to do this to a partner. So, you know, if someone in your life, in your family, in your home is telling you that you're crazy, is telling you that you're paranoid, um, it's not, not really a good sign, right? So this person is going to deny things that you know to be true. Be like, well, what are you talking about? I, I, I don't know. This is a bad example, guys, but I just took the dog for a walk. No, you didn't. It's like, well, yes, I did. No, you're fucking, you're effing crazy. I don't remember that happening. Well, I just did it. Well, no, you didn't. Well, hold on. Now, all of a sudden, we start to go like, because, you know, our memories aren't 100% reliable. That's the truth of it. And so we start to think to ourselves, well, did I just, did I, did I do that? Did I walk the dog or not? Or did I, a better example is, did I say that? And you know what, to be honest, in my relationship, this happens sometimes too, because in the heat of the moment, when I'm in conflict with my partner, we say things that we don't always mean or want to say, and it comes out, we get flooded, we're not perfect. And sometimes I'll say something and he'll go like, well, you just told me this and that. And I go, I did? Okay. I go, God, sometimes I just say things and it comes out so quickly in the heat of the moment. I'm not really, you know, keeping track of everything. So it it uh, and can really confuse an argument where you're then kind of questioning your own memory of events that may have even happened momentarily before, right? But in this case, we're really talking about someone that is denying something that you know to be true. In fact, you know it's true. You know you went for that walk with the dog or you know that you said a certain thing or didn't say a certain thing. So you really feel in your heart that it's true, but yet the you know your partner is accusing you of being crazy or paranoid, right? So really awful experience to have. And hopefully anyone listening to the show is, is not been the victim of gaslighting. Uh, so another sign here is that you feel like you're becoming isolated from friends and family, right? Because when someone's manipulating somebody else, it is usually in an effort to gain control or power. We're going to talk about some of the motivations in a moment, but you start to feel like you're being isolated from people that you love and know, friends, family, even, even, you know, acquaintances, things like that. So isolation starts to, to happen. And lastly, the person, right, doing the gaslighting will use your own words against you. They will weaponize your words. They will twist your words to make you look bad, right? So again, these are signs to look out for. Let me quickly go through the list, right? You feel like you're constantly questioning your own memory or sanity. You find you're apologizing frequently, even when you know you haven't done anything wrong. You feel like you're always walking on eggshells and have this like anxiety in your stomach. You're often told your feelings and perceptions are wrong or invalid. The person denies things that you know to be true or accuses you of being crazy or paranoid. You start to feel isolated from friends and family and your words are being weaponized and used against you or twisted to make you look bad. So if you're experiencing these things, it's possible you're being gaslighted, right? So if you suspect that you are, it's really important to talk to someone you trust and get some help if necessary. 
right? If you are being gaslit or you think, oh my God, Kimberly just, you know, listed out these things and this is happening really frequently in my relationship, then of course there are things that you need to do to protect yourself and to regain your sense of uh, reality. Um, because, you know, really if you are a victim of severe gaslighting, right, you are going to become out of touch with yourself and you are going to start questioning your own reality. And can you imagine what an awful position that could be? So seek support because other people are there to support you and lift you up and help give you a healthy perspective that you might not be able to find on your own if you've been a victim of this. So of course, you know, what do you do about it? Well, first is understanding and recognizing the behavior. So it's good to even have this podcast to just have a general sense of like what really is gaslighting. So the first thing of course is recognize what the signs or behaviors of a gaslighter are, start to recognize that maybe this could be happening to you and really learn to trust your own instincts. Pay attention to how you're feeling, right? In any relationship, we really need to pay attention to that inner voice, not our inner anxiety, right? But our inner intuition and pay attention to what it's trying to tell us. You may need to even keep a record, right? Write down things that you're noticing that are happening, what the person is saying and doing. Um, this is going to help you keep track of the behavior and also provide evidence, especially if you're starting to doubt yourself or your own memory. Having that written uh, evidence trail can be really helpful for you. Um, absolutely seek support, right? Talk to someone you trust, a friend, family member, therapist. Um, they can provide you with the emotional support that you need to help you, you know, see the situation with more clarity. Um, without a doubt, boundaries are going to come up here, right? In this, in this uh, suggestion for you guys. So you're going to have to maybe even limit your interactions with this person who could be doing this to you. Really set clear boundaries and stick to them. Uh, that can be really, really hard for us to do. Um, and of course, practicing self-care. Take care of yourself, right? Make sure just the basics are being taken care of. You're sleeping well, eating well, you know, you know moving your body because doing these things helps your mental health. It helps you stay grounded. It helps you maintain your sense of self and who you are. Um, and of course, you know, above seeking support, if this is really something that is impacting you, then get professional help, right? So this is a form of abuse and it's not your fault. And every one of us in any relationships deserves to be treated with respect and dignity and Unfortunately, you know, emotional abuse is a very complex issue. There is not a single answer to why someone might engage in gaslighting behavior or engage in emotionally abusive behavior. But there are, of course, to, you know, help you gain a perspective here, there are many factors that contribute to someone becoming emotionally abusive. Well, firstly, it can be a learned behavior, right? You grow up in a home where this is normal and you think that it's normal and it's okay. And you might have learned it from your parents or your caregivers or you're a teacher or a mentor or someone who is close to you. So some people just grow up in households that are abusive and they learn that that, you know, behaviors, I don't know if they necessarily always learn that it's okay, but they learn that behavior. And so it becomes part of our identity and part of how we, uh, how we you know, navigate through life. Do as we see, right? Of course, it can be because of control and power. Like I mentioned earlier, it's a way for someone to assert themselves over another person. And why do we do this? We do this when we're feeling inadequate. We do it when we're feeling insecure. 
we do it when we have desire to manipulate or dominate other people. And so we can do things like gaslight somebody because it makes us feel more powerful. It makes us feel in control. So this could be the motivation here too. Of course, some people just have mental health issues, right? They may actually suffer from a narcissistic personality disorder. They may have borderline personality disorder, which can cause them to engage in abusive behavior, right? And of course, we know that many people have had lots of trauma in their lives, such as abuse or neglect. And those people, sad but true, are more likely to engage in emotionally abusive behavior as a way of coping with their traumas that they may not have dealt with in a healthier manner. So there are a lot of factors that can lead to someone being emotionally abusive. And one of the things that you know I wanna share with you and I've shared in previous podcasts too where I've talked about abuse and I've had a lot of abuse survivors onto my show and these are really incredible people. I have a lot of amazing lessons to share and we can learn from, but abuse is never okay. Okay, so even if someone is treating you in a poor way and you have a lot of compassion and empathy that maybe they had a really rough childhood, it never makes abuse okay. There's never a, a reason that makes being abusive to someone else okay. And it's important to also know that you're not to blame. If you're a victim of being gaslit or you're a victim of some form of emotional abuse, uh, it's, it's not your fault, okay? Um, you're a victim. And if you're experiencing this kind of abuse, and guys, men, I'm talking to you too, okay? Because women abuse men all the time. There are statistics out there that show, and I think they're highly underreported, that many men are being emotionally abused in their relationships, some physically too. Emotional abuse, I would say, is probably higher from what I've seen and heard and the numbers I've read, but, you know, facts are always changing. And if you are experiencing emotional abuse in your relationship, please seek support, okay? Call a local therapist, uh, lean on friends and family if necessary. Uh, start again writing down things that are occurring to you um, and, uh, and find someone that you can uh, you know, trust to help you with your mental health and your well-being, perhaps you know, help you get out of that relationship as well because men, it's not okay, it's never something you should shoulder. Uh, women, it's not okay. It's not something women should ever shoulder. Um, and so, you know, we're really diving into, you know, some serious stuff here, right? Like, it's all well and good for you to have a kind of a, a laughy, jokey argument with your partner and be like, you know, a little playful with each other and, and go, well, I didn't say that. Well, yes, you did. And then go, yeah, okay, I did. You know, there's the, the you know, the silly jokes we throw around and arguments, but then there's really, you know, people that are gaslighting you. They're there to create some dominance. They are there to cause harm, to confuse you. And again, I'm not saying they're consciously choosing to do that. Some people are just raised that way, but it's never okay. So hopefully this episode, you know, was helpful for you to just understand really what gaslighting is, some signs to know if it's happening to you and really what you can do about it. And uh, please share this episode with someone. So, you know, I don't know if there's too much material that goes into this detail about gaslighting, we seem to throw the term around pretty lightly, um, but it's a serious thing and it's, a, and it's a form of emotional abuse and it's pretty prevalent in a lot of relationships and a lot of uh, human dynamics. So uh, definitely share this episode with someone that might need a little insight on gaslighting. If you've listened to this and recognize that there's some of this behavior perhaps in your relationship or even in a past relationship, 
it's good that you're identifying it because hopefully the more clear you are on this, the more you're going to be firm with uh, your boundaries with people moving forward. So uh, definitely give the show a rating and review if this was helpful for you. And of course, look forward to bringing you some more content and more episodes next week. Ciao.